0: Good Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of I Am Mystic official podcast, formerly known as Mystic from the Red Zone. Now, today we got a hot, hot, hot topic. It's about the co-owner of Welcome to the Red Zone official Podcast, Samantha's World, a.k.a. Pricey Sounds, and her Canadian husband, Trevor Jordan of Likey. Now, the thing about this is, you know, she used to like me. She used to have a thing for me. But I guess she couldn't really handle, you know, my strong minded will. And what I mean by that is, I know when a person is lying. I know when a person doesn't want to be with me, but yet she was in denial. Like I was the only one she wanted to be with, but she chose her husband Trevor Jordan, a likey Canadian, who's an agent. Um, they've been talking on and off. I would say for like a few months now. Did she tell me no? But I kind of figured it out. So last night I was going into, you know, her live stream well years before, right? And I heard her call him baby. So, you know, and I was thinking, I was like, okay. So number one, she couldn't even tell me face to face that she had moved on to him. So also I just seen another, you know, video where he had like the hot emojis, you know, like with the emoji with like the hot, drippy, flirtatious wedding. So he had those on there. So I know their thing. And yes, this episode is going out. So everybody can know who she's dating. She's no longer dating me. She's dating a Canadian named Trevor Jordan, which is her soon to be husband. Um, They are getting engaged real soon. Even though they're not, you know, living with each other, that's gonna come later on. Um I don't know how long, but either he's gonna move here or she's gonna move there. But I know when a female likes someone, so um yeah. So Trevor Jordan from Mikey, Canadian, and our very own Co founder of Mystic Front of Red Zone, Samantha World, aka Price's Sound or Price's Coffee. Um, they're now hitting it off. So let them know and, uh, you know, if you ever see them around, because they're probably on all platforms. Um, she's on Facebook as um, Samantha Price. That's S A M N T H A P R I C E. She's also Prices Sounds official on Instagram. She goes by Prices Coffee on Hago. Um, I think she goes by Prices Sounds also on the new app she's on called Nikki Live. Like, um, I guess is where she's at that's her name over there but yeah it's romantic to see her and Trevor Jordan together so romantic but I just feel like she didn't have to lie about being with him because I really don't care who she's with because she is to me I've known her quite a while And only, I feel like, to me and most, you know, scenarios, she purposely tries to do stuff to make me mad so she can go run to Trevor Jordan, her soon-to-be husband, and tell him what what a wacko I am. Always getting mad for no reason, but I have reasons. I don't care what no one says. I have reasons on why I'm upset. And it's sometimes mainly because people do stupid things or people lie when they can just honestly tell the truth. They read a lie, you know, trying to make themselves look good. Um, also, she had her husband, soon-to-be husband, to kick me out of his live stream. Not once, but twice. Also, I was kicked out of their agency. So, yeah, if I don't see nothing wrong with that, no, I don't have any comments on that, but I see a lot wrong with that, that every time I say something to her, he gets upset, he gets offended, he's kicking me out, are talking about Canadian Trevor Jordan. You know, a lot of people are going probably want to hear this and Be like, oh, why are you so petty? I'm not being petty. I'm just throwing a situation out there to, you know, let people know that there's a lot of things that females try to hide to make themselves look good. Now, I know it's always about the the man, especially black man. You know, that, oh, they're cheaters, or, oh, they don't know how to treat a woman. You know, if y'all really think that, then screw y'all. But what y'all do need to understand is that a woman is just as guilty as a man in certain circumstances. But guess who always take the blame? Mainly the black man. Maybe because a white man can do this, Canadians or whoever else can do this. You know, nothing really too much, you know, It said. But a black man does something like that. His name probably either all over the news or all over the neighborhood getting bashed and for what? So that you as a female can have you know, all the glory, you know, trying to tear the black American male society down even more. Well, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. And um, you guys can think whatever you want to think, but this is how I feel. And I'm going to get it out, whether you like it or not. If you get offended, That must mean you're doing something, too, that either your husband don't know or your wife don't know. So, if you're not man or woman enough to accept responsibilities or to let someone know that you're not into them, you're nothing but a coward. I don't care if you're a a guy or a female. Because we all are adults. We all should know what we want and what we don't want. Instead of playing these little childish games, like we want this certain particular person. But at the same time, you got your eyes on someone else. You know, don't do that. You know, I've been through that a lot in my lifetime. Probably a lot of women as well. But... You don't want that person. Don't sit there and give them your heart and then just stump all over it for someone else. Because number one is stupid. Number two is a very cowardly move. So my advice to everyone, I don't know who's going to listen to this or not, but if you do come across it, if you do hear it, I just want you to know that you need to stop it. If you don't want someone, let them know right then. Don't play with their hearts. Because there's a lot of people who commit suicide because of this type of stuff. You know, and even though people may think guys are the strongest, guys are usually the ones that in a way commit suicide. Because number one, if a guy has already been through a tough, struggle in their life and then a woman come in and just completely completely destroy you know him down more by him already being down it's going to cause him to eventually commit suicide if he's not strong enough but um, what I really need to say is that If you're not real enough, you know, stay out my life. Stay out my way. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart because I don't need fakery around me. I don't need fakery around me. Because if you claiming that we boys, you claiming that we're homies or you know, if you're a female, you see me, you know, as one of those, you know, probably brother type figure, you know, that's what I expect. But don't sit there and pretend that you so cool with me. But at the same time, you're trying to do something to destroy me. Because if you if I find out, you know, number one, it's going gone. You know, it's gone. Be difficult. You know, to handle me and not in a violent way, but every second of your life, I will make sure that you understand what's going on, that you don't forget that hey, you completely destroyed me so. If you have to be fake, leave me alone just right off the back. Don't sit there and slither into my life like a garden snake just to bite me and move on to someone that you really want. Don't infect me with your poison. And in this scenario, poison is negativity, being fake, you know, not being real with me. Why? Why is it hard for people to be real with people these days? If you don't want something, be man or woman enough to be like, hey, you know, I don't want this. Don't sit there and pretend that everything is all cool and you sabotage the next person. Because that's not cool. That's being a snake. That's being a fake. That's being a pretender. And those are three things I don't like in my life. A snake, a fake, or a pretender. Even though they all pretty much mean the same thing in different scenarios. Those are three main things I don't like. So if you have a problem with me, you tell me. Don't sit there and have a problem with me and go tell the rest of the world that you have a problem with me instead of coming to me. I'm not going to sit here and hold back because I feel like that's a lot of the reason why I'm going through what I'm going through because it's hard for me to, you know, throw people out there and they're wrong. And it's really destroying me physically and mentally. That's why. From my own, if there's a problem, someone done something to me. I'm going to address it, whether they like it or not. Because I feel this way. Why do something that you're gonna regret later? And those are a lot of words that I have to, in life, questioned. And I know I'm not the. I know I'm not perfect. I know I. Made a lot of mistakes myself. And I'm not just sitting here pushing thing on Samantha Price or Samantha's World or Price's Coffee because she is dating a Canadian. I mean, yeah. Number one, I'm not going to say I was the best to her. I mean, best, worst. Where can you put it? You know, but the reason... That she probably fell in love with um, Trevor Jordan from the, um, you know, from Canada. I mean, if you look at the guy and no homo, nothing in that nature. But the guy looks like a movie star in a way, and you know, I, I don't know. It's very hard to describe me because number one, I look nothing like a movie star. Um, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, I dress nice, but you can just, I guess, in a way, ghetto royalty, which is okay. You're not really movie star, you know, good looking or handsome, but eh, you'll do. And that's kind of describe who I am. You know, I'm not this rich person. I'm not this movie star type person. And what I mean by movie star type person is my looks. I don't look like a movie star. You know, people might look at me and be like, uh, you know, like I said, almost kind of like ghetto type rich. Which means you're not that rich, but you're also not that good looking. But if you put the two together, I'm just dealing with you because I feel sorry for you. So that's kind of like what Kennedy Scratch means. So I see why, you know, she went to someone that looks like a movie star. I get it. You know, and then again, she probably didn't want to hurt me, which I mean, even though I understand, but still got hurt because I had to find out on my own. But I know I guess at least she didn't just throw me under the bus in front of a lot of people and be like, Hey, I don't want you anymore. So I can say how she did it was pretty decent, but still wrong. Now, from my perspective, she's just saying... That they're just friends because they run an agency together. But me, myself, being a few years older than her, maybe two years older, three years older than her, and a guy, I should know when a girl is falling for someone. I mean, I've been dating since I was around 12 or 13 years old. So I know what it's like when a girl likes someone versus when a girl likes you now with girls females you guys have the smoothest way of you know and i gotta give you props you guys got one of the smoothest skills when it comes to breaking up with someone Because number one, you don't really just break up with them in front of everybody. You don't break up with them on camera. You just... smoothly move on to the next person without that person even knowing. And yeah. I gotta give you your props. That is smooth. Real smooth. You know, but at the same time... um. It's kind of hurtful. But, you know, like I said, I got to give it up to you Got the females. But us guys, you know, just got to keep it 100. I say about 30% of us guys, we break up with somebody. We want to get all over the internet. We want to go to the homies and all of this. And that's wrong, you know. You shouldn't try to make that person feel bad that you're breaking up with. You know, you don't need to be a broadcaster, you know, when it comes to that. You know, that's one thing, like, I got to give up to the females. You know, like I said, you guys are so smooth when it comes to, like, certain ways of doing things that us guys, like, never finds out. So I gotta give you a props on that. But um anyways I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. But I just wanted to just get that out there and congratulate our co creator of the podcast on her new, you know her new life with Trevor Jordan. Um, a Canadian am not saying he's a movie star, but he has that movie star mentality. He looks like a movie star. He like has all of those features of a movie star. So I see why, you know, she chose him over someone that's, you know, in a way hood rich, you know, you got a little bit of money, but you don't look good enough to be with type, you know, person. And I get it. I just wish she would have, like, told me, you know. It hurts, but it's honest. And yeah, like I said, I, I'm not perfect. You know, I've done some things to her that hurt her. And I get that. But she could have at least had the decency to tell me that she didn't want me. That would have, you know, made it I probably would have, It's probably would have still hurt, but, you know, it would have been a lot better than to having to find out for myself, but, um, this, this, um, podcast is out to you by you have always missed it. But um this is probably going to be one of the deepest podcasts I've like ever done. Just simply because I'm in an emotional mood which I am barely in. But um Want to come on and give you guys the update and um, wish her luck, you know. So thank you to everyone who has been rocking with me since the beginning. And um, yeah. I hope this really feeds on you guys' soul today, you know. Just being real, you know, it's, it's out there, you know, you gotta be real, you know, you can't go through life being, you know, a fake jewelry piece, you know, you don't want to be a replica, you want to be the original, so don't be a replica, you know, be who you are, don't try to be a replica of yourself, you know, and that just basically meaning don't be a fake, you know, be real, you know, if you have a problem, talk it out with someone. Um, you know, just get it out. No matter how you get it out, as long as it's, you know, not in a illegal way, not in a bad way. But, um, yeah. Wish her luck. So yeah, thank you guys, thank you guys so much, and um, if you guys want more of these types of um, episodes, you know, please let me know, because I know there's a lot of people who are probably struggling with the fact that they lost someone to someone else, you know, Even though everybody says, oh, that's life. But it doesn't have to be your life. You shouldn't have to suffer, you know. So that's why, you know, treat people right, you know. Take it from me. I've lost so many females due to the accusation of me, you know, just being wild and crazy and Taking everything for granted. But you kind of become, in my situation, when you take things for granted. just sit back and do a lot of thinking because you don't have anything else to do. Because you spent most of your younger years being, you know, an A-hole. And... When I also fit myself in that category. So don't be an a-hole. Don't be a replica. Be you. Be real. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And uh, I'm also working on that. Not easy, but I'm working on it. So, um. I just want to say to you guys that. If there's anything that you can do to make things right, go for it. If you have someone, if you're happy, if your life is good, keep it that way. Don't screw up. (laughs) Don't make a complete a-hole at yourself. (laughs) Don't. Make a fool out yourself. Don't sit there and treat people badly and then expect for them to treat you good. I also, something else that I'm working on. It's not easy for me. But I think I feel this way because I put myself in a safe bubble. And Sometimes when you try to put yourself in a safe bubble... It basically means that that bubble is not going to be safe at all. So don't put yourself in a safe bubble, which means don't dwell on the past. Whatever you did in the past, whatever people done to you in the past, let it go. Don't put yourself in a bubble for 15, 15 years like I have. Every time someone new comes to try to, you know, have something to do with me, I just fall back into that bubble and become full of fear again and start to put on my defense shield and that's not always a good thing. Never put on your defense shield, especially to new people. And that happens when you're so used to being stuck in a bubble that, um, you don't realize that you are stuck in that bubble because at times everything just comes in together and you're like here I am, I I did it again. So um yeah it's it's a hurtful experience, but you learn from it. Then you got some that never learns from them because each time they get another opportunity, they go back into that bubble, that safe bubble, put on their defense mechanism. Then they end up right back in the same position that they were a year ago or a week ago or two years ago or months ago. And knew myself... There's no need for me to say that I'm tired of it. Because it's like every time I try to move forward, I find myself right back in that bubble. That's... That's... That's not someone you want to look up to. Because if... It's just that, for example, you know... You know, you guys have something going on with you. You know whatever, and then you kind of find, you know, you go out into the world and you find someone else, which kind of like, you know, the similar, you know, similar situation you're going through, you know, and instead of them, you know, helping you, they're hurting you because, you know, you, you guys kind of share a similar situation that you guys want to get out of. And instead of, you know, them being positive about certain things, they end up, you know, being negative to the point where you going forward. But then, you know, you kind of find yourself leaning back towards that safe bubble because that person that you thought, even though you guys are going through the same thing, that you guys can help each other, but... By them not wanting to help themselves and continue to live in that safe bubble and that defense mechanism, you kind of find yourself going back into that defense mechanism, and, yep, it's crazy. It's just, like, super crazy when you're moving forward, your life is good, and you run into somebody that you used to know that used to have someone the same situation you go through, and it's just tough. Now, because you want to help them, you want to be around them, but it's like, no matter what I do to try to do good or try to stay focused, this person or these individuals are stuck. They don't know how to get out of this situation. They don't allow themselves to get out of those situations, so... When you have a mindset like that, it's hard to be around those individuals. But thinking about how God loves all of us, whether we do good or bad, you know that that's super emotional for me because I kind of struggle with that at times. You know, trying to love someone who has destroyed me. Not gonna lie, it hurts. It's difficult, but I always think back to God, right? God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He's a you know He's merciful. He's everything that. Makes us happy. He's everything happy. But just think that when he came into the world as a human form, as Jesus, right? How people crucified him. How they doubted him for not being who he said he was. But yet he never got angry. And that has to be tough. You know, people spitting in your face and You're telling people who you are, and they're like, "Eh." if you are who you say you are, then, you know, turn water into wine, you know, do something miraculous, you know, and you're just thinking about that, how Jesus could have stopped right then and got angry, but he didn't, you know, and that one makes me feel bad a lot. Because if Jesus could walk this earth and allow people to spit in his face, to doubt him, to tell him he was not who he said he was, and still walk around with a smile on his face, that makes me feel bad every day. Because I'm trying my best to walk, you know, in the path of Jesus, you know, walking his footsteps. Not the easiest thing, you know. Not the easiest thing in the world. Because if someone does something to you or does something to either a family member or someone that you, you know, you're like just close to. You're you're ready to retaliate. But then just going back to Jesus. He got talked about. He got spit in the face. He got crucified. He got thorns. You know, implanted into his skull. He had nails. Implanted into his flesh. But yet we can't even handle a single you're ugly or you're stupid. We can't even handle something small as that. Just think about. Oh, the hardship that Jesus went through, man. Can you imagine being Jesus, the Son of God, knowing who you are? And you go and tell the people who you are. Or you send a messenger telling people that you're coming. And then when you get there, people are like, uh oh, you're nothing like I, you know, expected you to be. Or... You look nothing how I imagine you to look. Can you imagine that, man? How hurtful that could be to an average human versus a god. Or the god, the one and only living god. You know, this is just my day where I get everything out that I am feeling. Because if I don't, it's going to physically and mentally destroy me. So this is why now I am getting out everything that I'm feeling, all of my emotions. Because I don't want to go through this again. I want to go like through the rest of my day without thinking about... You know this, so this is why now I am pouring my heart out. Trying to get all of this off. Even though I know there's way more than this that's going on with me, man. You know, I don't cry much. I don't get sad much. I get frustrated a lot. But these sad moments at times, like they come so random. Because I'm not usually a sad person or emotional person. So that kind of tells you that God is working with me. He's working with me. He's working on me. He says, let not your heart be hardened, right? So, how do you expect for him to work on you? If your heart is hardened, or he can't enter. Yeah. me ask one more time. How do you expect God to in- come into your life? If your heart is hardened, or he can't enter got to chisel down that heart that heart and heart get a chisel and chisel it down under all that stone and all that heartache and all that hurt and all that anger and all that rage and all that depression it's a heart under there a loving heart a spiritual heart but if you're not ready to Chisel your heart. You're never gonna be happy. You're gonna live the rest of your life being angry and sour. Because you have yet to refuse to remove that stony. That is, that is powerful right there. That is almost so powerful. <laughs> that. I can't even speak like that. You know. <laughs> that was powerful. Let God into your heart guys. Get rid of that stony heart. Because even if the world. Refuse to accept you, God will never deny you. Again, just because the world refused to accept you, God will never deny you. Think about that. He'll never deny you. Anytime you need him, he's right there. He's just waiting on you to. Get the courage to come and talk to Him. I used to be that way too. It's not that I was afraid to talk to God, it's just the idea that I was like, I don't know how to talk to Him. But then as years pass, I start to learn how to talk to Him, how to be more sincere when I talk to Him. But God would do anything for you unless he knows that, you know, you're real about what you want. But he also knows those who not sincere, who just want stuff right now because they're in trouble and they need a way out. So like, oh God, can you please help me get out of this? And God looks at them like, I would if only you were sincere about it. A lot of people always feel like God is mean. God is not the mean one. God is the type of father that looks at you and like looks like at you and be like. Uh, You want all these things from me, but what can you give me? If I bless you with this, what can you give me? And that's where a lot of people be like, oh, blessings are not real, or God is not real. You think God is not real because he refuses to bless you? (laughs) Because he knows that you're not worth being blessed. So now he's the bad guy. Get out of here. Yo. He's, he does everything for us. It's us that refuse to do things for him. What does he want? All he wants. So you to come to him daily. You know, walk the path. That he left on this earth, which was righteousness. Don't you know tie yourself in into the world then those are just three. Three of the most easiest things. You know, but I feel like we can put our energy into things that doesn't even benefit us. Into our jobs, into our you know, devices, our cars, all of these things that really doesn't value anything, but we, we can't even give God a little bit of our time, that hurts, you know, that hurts him, because he does all of this for you, you can't even wake up and say, Lord, I thank you for another day that you have made. You can't say, Lord, I thank you for the small things. You know, you can't even say that. Lord, I thank you for what I have versus what I don't have. We don't see that. We just see what the world has to offer. Without God, you're nothing. We're nothing. So it's time to wake up. I mean, look at the wars that's going on. It's time to wake up. It is time to wake up. War in Israel. Think about it. That's something we would never, we would have never known would happen. Think about it. For those, like I said, for those who read the Bible, knows the story behind Israel. Knows how selfish israel was especially most of the kings and how everybody turned on each other for power come on y'all it's time to wake up israel israel think about it we've had wars in the uk we've had wars in america we've had wars in china But you never heard about wars in Israel until now. Wake up, people. Because this could be, you know, a preview of the end of the world. We haven't really heard about Israel being in a war in ages. Think about that, man. guys, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. And it's time to... get right with your creator. Not your mom. Not your dad. With your heavenly creator. Because if you don't, and you wait too late... He don't want to hear, but well, I didn't have time. Because they're going to make him angry enough to say, you know, he don't know you. Think about that. Just think about the day that we all get judged. And he looks at you. And those words. That he doesn't know you. That you are not about his father's business. Whew. If that was appeal. That would probably be the most. most giant pill in the world to swallow to get judged and for God to tell you to you know, go on to that next floor because he doesn't know you. God. Let's think about that Was a pill. That would probably be a pill that... Probably, if not the same size of the earth, half the size. So you guys, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. God, this war in Israel could be the final warning. Wake up, people. Wake up. Well, I'm about to uh, probably head off here in a minute. Before I go, I just want to say I love y'all. You know, don't give up on your dreams. You know, get closer to God because he's the only person we need. He's the only one we need. So I'm about to say a quick prayer and um, let you guys go and have a rest of a great day. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for another day that I have not yet seen, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the good times. Lord, I thank you for the bad times. Lord, I thank you for what I have versus what I don't have. Lord, I am grateful for every little thing that you do for me, whether it's just as honorable as waking up every morning, um, having food, um, having shelter, because uh, there's a lot of people who don't have a shelter. They don't have food. They don't have clothes. They don't have an automobile. They don't have any of those things. So I just want to thank you guys for the things I do have. but I just want to touch those right now who may be gone through Whatever they're going through, whether it's financial issues or stressing out over things they have have no control over or they don't know how they're going to pay their bills or whatever their situation may be, I ask you in your son Jesus' name to touch them, bless them, or let them know that whatever they're going through, it's only temporary. Lord, I ask you for those who may not know you, that they will get to know you for themselves instead of just listening to what someone says about you, Lord, because everyone that speaks your name is not always close to you. Sometimes there can be sheep's and wolf clothing. That can tell you all the good things that you want, but at the same time, twist your words around as well. That's what I ask you, Lord, in your son Jesus' name, to allow them to know you for themselves. Lord, Lord I ask you to touch their hearts, to pick up a Bible if they never picked up a Bible, and just read a few chapters of Genesis just to give an introduction to who you are. Because, Lord, it's not safe for everyone to minister to the lost souls. Because a lot of people who are ministering to lost souls also have a lost soul. So they would do anything to, you know, scam those who may not know you 100%. So I ask you, Lord, to give them the wisdom to watch out for those scammers who tries to Put your name in vain or work with your name in vain. Thank you, Father. As Father, we close out, I just want to ask you to heal me, Lord. Give me the strength to move forward. Give me the strength to, to continue living for you. Lord, I know I'm not perfect. Lord, I know I do things that you're not proud of. And that's why I'm here right now asking you as sincere as possible to help me, Lord, to get to where you want me to be. Because I can't do this alone. No matter how much I say I can, in reality, I can't do anything without you. So I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me, what you're doing for me. Thank you for those you have put in my life. And I thank you, though for those you have taken out of my life as well. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen.